from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas, this is Stacker News Live! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live! I'm coming! We got Super Testnet here, can you believe it, Keon? I can believe it, nice. Uh, I, <laughs> is he stuck? Yeah. Is it stuck? <laughs> that, that's super, how, how's it going? Dude, things are going, things are great. Well, great. You got your. T- have you named the tiger on your shirt yet? Uh, up a little bit. No, but I got new pants. Check this out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I did name those. Those are named Pete. Pete the pants. Yeah, because I've had the same pants for over a year now, and they had a really bad hole, and then they got a worse hole, and now I got new pants. Excellent. Are they the same pants that you had before? Just a new generation. I think they're the newer model. Nice. Yeah, and how was your week? My week was uh, it was crazy. great. It's been crazy, right? Yeah. What did we do? We went uh, had it had Max Webster visited from Hive Mind, and we hung out, and then we went to the Coin Center Gala. Doxed. Which? Uh, why is that doxed? Who do- who got doxed? I mean, I, I'm doxing me as having gone to the Coin Center Gala. Uh, we went. We went to the. Uh, we as an, uh, an anonymous group of people, including me and with me in it, we went to the coin center gala and, uh, it was fun. Um, I don't like it when you tell people where I've been, my friend. Oh, but you haven't been, you didn't go there. <laughs> but, oh yeah. I still don't like it when you tell people where I've been. Oh, okay. Uh, that was cool. Uh, I met, uh, Nick Carter, which was fun. I also saw Eric Voorhees in a tuxedo. He was like the mo- he was like the most dressed man uh, at the whole event. Um, Dang, sounds like you had a great time. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, it's been crazy here at the lab. We've had a lot of people visit. Um, yeah, too many to name. I'm sure they don't want to be mentioned, or maybe they do. Who knows? But um, it, it was cool. it's been a great week for uh, for Austin uh, Bitcoin scene. It's been awesome. They're doing some amazing stuff at the Commons too this week. They had the first Nakamoto. Uh, speaker debate. I heard Barber lost. That's what what I'm hearing. Um, and then, um, yeah, like ABDC, Lit Devs. And then, of course, I Bitcoin heard, Plus Plus is this week. I heard the solar energy guy won the debate. Over That's what which, I heard too. Yeah. Like, should we use hydro or should we use renewable energy or should we use whatever the other kind is? Yeah. Non renewable. Non renewable energy. And the renewable guy won, which I was surprised to hear. Apparently, he pulled a nuclear card. Oh, he said you can use nuclear, and he's apparently that counts as whatever his side was. Hmm, that makes sense. That makes I sense. wonder it's nuclear actually renewable, or is it just like relatively, uh, like renewable? Is it like a well, I don't, I don't think it is, but I think that the, the mistake of Barber or Barber did Barber win or lose? I forget, he lost according to Carr. Barbara's mistake. This is what I heard. This is how rumors start. The the debate thesis was hydrocarbons are the most are the most are the most energy dense way of doing mining or something like that. For the record, Sackers, we're not experts in this. I I have no idea if this is true or not. So he didn't have to. The solar guy didn't have to prove that solar was the best. He just had to prove that anything other than hydrocarbons was the best. Oh, so you're saying were you there? No, I talked to people who went. Oh, okay. There you go. You heard it here first. Um, Anyway, but Bitcoin plus plus is this week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a lot of people are talking there right now. I think um, who's 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 is Buck, uh, Austin, Austin Topher. Uh, who's the other? Oh, Woosley. 
Yeah, they're all speaking right now at Bitcoin Plus Plus. It's all live stream. So definitely watch that. Pay some stats. Contribute. Uh, and then tomorrow I'll be out there. Are you coming tomorrow or you have to work? I'm going to work probably. Uh, okay. You got the outer space stuff. And then you're speaking tomorrow, right? Yeah. And then there's a hackathon on Sunday. It's going to be amazing times. We're throwing a party here at the lab tonight. We're both so. doing space stuff. Keon and I, because I'm doing space chain and he's doing yeah. outer space. Yeah. Maybe they'll meet in space. All right. Well, at some point. with that, Stackers, we're going to drop into the top five stories of the week here on Stacker News Live. The first top story is show SN. Petrino, this is a full text search engine for Bitcoin. 26,000 sats, 19 comments from Petrino. Keon, what is this? What is this? You're right. It's Petronio for one thing, not Petrino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it might be, I think it might be Opreturn IO, but the, he skipped the O of Op. Oh, that's a great, yeah, that's probably is, that might be what it is. Um, or he's like uh, Italian or something. Uh, anyway, this is like a really cool search engine. It allows you to search uh, the time chain for op returns and other stuff. Uh, for instance, here I searched for Stacker News, and it looks like Stacker News has popped up in op returns a couple times. This one I did with Ben Carmen's op return bot, oh, uh, like, I don't know, a long time ago, like when Stacker News launched. And then it looks like there have been a few more. Um, the one was just Stacker News, and another one was, uh, was this, I, it's like someone... Someone uh, linked to this item, which is which is kind of hilarious, like because it's it's sort of a mediocre. Uh, like, why would you want to uh, link to that forever? I don't know, but uh, it was a free post too, so he actually ended up paying more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to get it to get it on the blockchain. But um, yeah, it's really it's really cool, and you can search inscriptions. Um, he like did a. He kind of describes everything that you can do. Got a lot of feedback in the comments, but he, yeah, you can search inscriptions for uh, text-based content. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that might be kind of interesting. So you can look, yeah, you guess you can look inside the BRC20 crap and uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Pretty cool. Did you guys check this out at all? Seems like a waste of time. No, I'm kidding. I, that's really cool. I, I like I like projects like that. Yeah. So uh, we had Fanis. He said, "Amazing tool. Well done. Also love op return." And he did diamond hands. Pertrino. He said Pertino. Pertrino animation. Yeah, he has a, a similar problem with the name as you do. And then he's and then he also and then so, then the OP said. So the backstory there is when I started the project last year, I was only focused on search, searching op return transactions. As I got into it, I discovered plain text was also stored in Coinbase transactions. And then Ordinals got released. But I still love the name, and so I kept it. And that's where the animation came from. I appreciate the feedback. I'll let the designer know. Cool. Yeah, when you search, it does... Oh, yeah. So at the top here, there's like a... It's pretty dope. It is a pretty cool animation. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So our next top story is Superstore, a simple Bitcoin web store... Start selling stuff in seconds. This is 14,000.3 sats, 41 comments from a super test net. Is this the same super test net that's in the room? That's the same super test net. He's right here. What? Um, yeah. So this was actually your pick last week, Keon. And then I guess, did it make the top five yeah. again? How, how did that happen? Yeah. So it, made, it was my top pick last week because I wasn't sure what would happen with it. Uh, and it was posted right beforehand. And then uh, it did end up making the top five. And then super has another 
product he just released that's rising in the ranks. So I figured we'd have him come on and talk about both because who better than the inventor himself? So, so what is this, Super? Yeah, it's Marketplace. Uh, there, a lot of people have been putting Marketplaces on Noster, and I decided to make an easy tool for doing that. So uh, you come to this page, and you can just start listing products, and uh, and they'll be listed on Noster. And then you can um, you can sell items for for Bitcoin, which is cool. That's the that's the whole thing. So if if I'm like, let's say I have an app like Plebster, <laughs> for example. Is this something that could be, uh, you know, easily implemented in there or would it take a little bit more, more work or it doesn't really need that? It doesn't really need any work. Yes. You can implement it into whatever you want. Um, I I imagine that the use case that people will mostly do is that they'll make a store on here and then link to it from their blog or website. Uh, Cause that's, cause it's, it's kind of hard to set up a store and it usually costs quite a bit of money, but this is totally free because it's using Noster. So where did you get the idea from? Like really, because it's a great name. I love the name Superstore. Where did you get the idea from? Well, you gave me the or you gave me the idea for the name. Mm-hmm. Um, but the but I got the idea because I was talking with Toshi. Toshi made some artwork that he wanted to sell, and I told him I would help him sell it. And it I, when I told him I would do that, it reminded me of how awful it is to set up a store. It just it's a pain, and it it takes a long time, and there's so many things to configure and. So I was like, I bet, I bet I can make something that's simpler. So then I looked around and I found um, Scoresby. The Scoresby website looked like a store oh, that I wanted Scoresby, to Scoresby, Scoresby. Yeah, the one oh, we cool. get those posters from. Yeah. I liked his, I liked the way his website looks. And I wanted to make something that was as simple as his. It was just image, button, price. It's like, no, it's, some, it's simple. Dude, that's, that's, so. I love that you said that. Because that just shows to how plebs can help devs. Literally, Scoresby, all he does is make this Bitcoin art, right? And he talk, he goes to the meetups, he goes to the bit devs and everything, he talks to all of us. He's a good friend. And then you, he's been telling you about the stuff that he's making, and we're trying to help him, you know, put it out there more so more people will buy it. I think, you know, Janet Yellen just bought some, but it, it shows like you got you got inspired literally from a plug trying to sell his art. It's kind yeah, of cool. and actually, I saw him at Bit Devs last night, and I got to tell him that he, I was like looking at his site while I was designing, you know. Uh, Superstore. But they, they don't look similar to each other. It's just, I like, I think they are similar, similarly simple uh, yeah. in terms of the interface. That's awesome. We got Tony Giorgio in the comments. He says, this is a great demonstration of the power of client side code. Well done combining all those privacy enhancing things you've done over the past year. What does he mean by power client of client side code? What does that mean? Well, most, um, most stores, you need to install server side software in order to run them. But Noster kind of saves us from having to write server-side code. We can use relays for that instead. And uh, and so everything that I wrote here is just just hosted in a browser. Like you can just download an index.html file and run it in your browser, which means there's no, it's really easy to run. Like you can run it on a laptop or a Raspberry Pi or whatever you want. And, or you can even run it on a cell phone and it, it works. Like it doesn't even have to be online all the time because it's client side. Whereas a server, if it was a server-side code, it would it, it's much it costs money to do those yeah pretty impressive super test net have you thought about maybe aggregating everything everyone's selling across all super store stores into like one page yeah i have um in order to i've also thought about adding categories so like i would i would like to add categorization so that you could pull in all of the people who are trying to sell bitcoin for fiat or vice versa or sell all the people who are selling boats or vehicles or something 
So categories would be really cool. But one of the things that you need, um, that I don't have, I don't have a built a reputation service built into this yet. And, uh, that's been a feature request. And I don't think you can really aggregate things without that because then if you, if you don't have some kind of reputation or escrow or something, you, you don't know who's going to send you your product or not. Um, but I kind of, that's why the, the initial version, I, my, my hope is that people will link to it from their website so that if you're on somebody's website who you already trust, then you just use their store because they, because you trust them. Yeah. I would love to see, uh, oh, sorry, go for it, Ken. No, I wasn't going to say anything. I, uh, was... I would love to see like a, a Costco version of Superstore where you like you get an aggregator that just like is able to pull all this data from Superstore items and then create departments like all together in this website. Um, I don't know if that can be done, but that would be really cool. That's what we were just discussing, but yeah, it requires uh, <laughs> exactly what we're talking about. But he's all discussing it. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think he was saying it require you, you could it would get spammed basically, perhaps with untrustworthy uh, retailers, and so you'd need some way to prevent uh, them from showing up or people from buying from them if they're unreputable. Hmm. Or a, or a cultivation, you could, or or um, I forget what it's called. Content curation. You yeah. could have you could have somebody who like approves your store, and then if you if he approves it, it can go into his you know Costco, you know, right. or create his version of Craigslist or something. Nosco, Nosco. <laughs> somebody go make that. That'd cool. be awesome. Okay, cool. The next top story is Taproot channel transactions. This is from rsync25, April 25th. One comment, 4,281 cents. What is going on here? Yeah, so this one's really in the weeds. Um, yeah, it sounds like it. As far as protocol stuff. But uh, mm. L. Taproot in the weeds. Got it. Uh, L. Mutton uh, or Mutton. I don't know how, to, how you pronounce that. But she's been writing uh, posts on Taproot as it relates to... Uh, Lightning specifically, I think she formerly was at Lightning Labs and is now on her own doing stuff. But she wrote, last week she wrote uh, about Taproot and Musig 2. And that that proposal, as far as I, Musig 2, I think has been finalized. Uh, So now uh, she's taking- Now we just need to skip Musig 3 and jump straight to Musig 5. That's the way. Yes, I agree. Uh, The higher the number, the better, as I understand. So yeah, Musig 2 uh it will be at some point outmoded by music music five um anyway it's a it's a great uh if you're if you're into protocol stuff you want to learn deeply about taproot channels as i understand this this is like these are kind of all the precursors to getting things like ptlcs and stuff on lightning um but this is this is kind of the next step is having channels that are cons- that, that use taproot uh, transactions to, to create them. Um, and it'll be a a very large overhaul on the lightning network. It appears that it's, uh, there's still a proposal getting worked on. Um, and I guess once we'll see that, we'll begin to see some of the, some of the benefit of of having taproot on the lightning network. Uh, one of the ones mentioned in this post was privacy because you can make a, a a cooperative close on, uh, on a, on a taproot channel look like an ordinary taproot spend. And, um, yeah, uh, that's that I would, I, if you want more, I would go and read and read it. Uh, but I love that these things are on the internet. I don't like, I'm, I don't have much use for learning this at the moment, but, um, if I ever want 
to learn this stuff or have a need for it, which is usually what motivates me to learn something. I know where I can you go and find go. it. Yeah. They have great diagrams too. Did you read this super? No, I haven't, I haven't read this one. Um, I am looking, I'm glad that Taproot is moving forward into lightning channels. I think they'll get cheaper when we have, when we, not that they're that expensive already, but uh, it's nice to make things more efficient. So hey, super so just for the stackers at home, just so we can, you know, get a good baseline. What is, what is Taproot again? Just like quick. Uh, Taproot is a new version of Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin's scripting language that uh, lets us do more complex um, contracts uh, and with better privacy, especially if you're using um, multi-signature stuff, which all lightning channels use, they're all multi-signature things. So when you when you use those, uh, it's better to use Taproot because you get more efficient stuff, more private stuff, and more complex stuff. Is anybody currently using any of these Taproot um, type of contracts? Or Moon Wallet uses Taproot contracts to do their submarine swaps. Um, then uh, LND is adding has I think mostly migrated over to using Taproot now, but the their main thing that the channels are still in the old style. They're they're working up to that. And then um, uh, ordinals, ordinals and inscriptions use Taproot as well. So awesome. Those are the, those are the yeah. main. So it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like it's being utilized out there. Keon, what do you think about um, where it's headed? Uh, where is what's headed? Taproot? Yeah, just in general. It seems good. Um, it seems good in general. Uh, I mean, it did allow inscriptions, which people are upset about, but yeah. uh, otherwise it seems pretty cool. The It seemed like the interest was mostly privacy and getting the change in. Um, and then... Uh, and then additionally, some cost savings um, in anticipation of hordes of people uh, joining the Bitcoin network someday, uh, which is which is always good. It's like privacy, cost cost savings seem to be like the the two main things that core developers are are really focused on. Yeah, a lot of people are upset about the whole ordinals thing. It seems like it's yeah, it's gotten way more momentum now. Um, cool. Uh, the next top story is Swap Service, a Noster order book for submarine swaps and earning yield oh. on Bitcoin. This is 8,521 sats, six comments from another super test net. Wait a minute. This is the first time ever. Not a different super test One net. poster has had two top posts in the same week on Stacker News Live. Keon, I'm telling all the stackers right now, this is, uh, I'm calling this, uh, are you rigging this the, thing? The thing is, I figured out I figured out the secret. I figured out how to hack the algorithm. All you got to do is write really good content, uh, <laughs> and then you'll make it to the top. So that's, <laughs> well, I don't know, this is a perhaps a flaw in, uh, in Stacker News. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to revisit this. I really want more fluff. You need fluff, to fix it. You need to fluff put more pieces fluff. on. Can we get something like, you know, like, you know. Something out there just to fix it. Yeah, I think what we really need to do is all, titles with all caps or that have like breaking Emojis and Justin too. in the front. Those need to be the and ones then, that go yeah, to the top. And then paid ads in the thing. I think what the stackers probably want. Yeah, yeah. I will have to. We'll have to think about this more. <laughs> I'll have my research team work on it. Obviously, we're kidding. Uh, Keon, super. Tell us about Swap Service. Uh, swap Service is a, an attempt to um, decentralize some one one of the most cool things that you can do with the lightning network, which is, which is swaps. Um, there's two different like layers that we use Bitcoin on. We use it on the base layer where there's regular Bitcoin addresses and we use it on the lightning network where there are lightning invoices. And sometimes it's kind of hard to bridge the two, but submarine swaps are one way to do it. Um, and there are a few swap providers. Moon is one. Lightning Labs has their loop service. There's Bolts Exchange. Uh, there's a few services that offer a trustless or a trust minimized bridge between the two. 
Um, but they actually make money from doing this. Do they? Yeah, swaps cost, cost they, they, you can charge a fee for them. How much? But just whatever you, nominal, whatever you pick. Nominal amount or are we talking like? It's whatever the service provider picks. Okay. So um, I wanted something for plebs to use with their own nodes so that they could charge fees for doing these things. And then hopefully with more competition, prices will fall. Ah, I see what you did there, Super Testnet. Yeah, and I also want to use this. Like, I don't like running Lightning nodes, but I do like building software that that can bridge between the Lightning network and the and the base layer because the base layer is so much easier to build for. So I wanted a service like this so that other people can run Lightning nodes for me, basically, <laughs> and then I can just use them through through swaps to do it to do whatever I want. Keon, what do you think about um, what do you think about what he built here? Uh, I think it's awesome. I like, I like to see more, uh, things like this existing. I think, I think swapping is relatively centralized. Like most there's like, you could probably list out maybe like 10 swap, 20, 10 of the most common swap services that are, that are centralized. And so this, something like this, uh, should it be adopted and used by more individuals would, uh, create a lot of like market competition and we probably reach a lower fee for doing swaps. I mean, you might even see them, um, you know, not, not be very expensive at all, or maybe you could get paid to do them in some cases, um, depending on how the market matures. But yeah, I haven't, I, I brought, one of the reasons I brought super on here was to talk about this intelligently because I haven't, I haven't looked at it very deeply, but, uh, I think it's another cool use of, of Noster that isn't social. Yeah. So how would you, yeah. How would you implement that into that ecosystem then, or would you, or yeah, I guess you would, right? Cause Which it's the ecosystem? Book, the Noster ecosystem. Yeah. It's, it's using Noster as the uh, mechanism for orchestrating these things. Cause one of the things you have to do with a swap is you gotta, you gotta interactively sign a, a partially signed Bitcoin transaction, you and whoever the swap provider is. So you've got to have some way of communicating with them and Noster is a great communication resource. Uh, so that's what I use as the transport layer for transporting wow, the PSPT dude. back and forth. And then I also use it to for discovery because uh, it's it's kind of hard to find these uh, these swap providers. If you know one of their websites, that helps. But like it's hard for plebs to run a website, so Noster kind of saves us there as well because you can make you can make websites and aggregators that bring together a lot of different people's content. Has anybody actually, has anybody started using it? Is there anybody using it right now? Or there were five users earlier today, and uh, zero of them worked. So, <laughs> so it's not working. Too I don't know. It works on my machine. Like I was, I got really worried and I did it on my machine and it worked fine. And I'm like, okay. So I was talking to one of them. Uh, I haven't, I have to debug and figure out why it's not, why it's not working for people. Okay. But, well, I mean, this is where at least you started the the push in this direction. Maybe somebody else will come behind you and help you out. I mean, oh yeah. And shout out to bolts exchange, like five seconds after I released it, they DM'd me and said, we found a critical coin stealing vulnerability in your code. Uh, uh, and then they told me how to fix it, and they were totally right. I had I was not validating the size of pre-images and lightning invoices, and so it would it would would have treated an invalid invoice as a valid one, and then you could lose money through that. But it's fixed, uh, so that's nice. But yeah, shout out to them because it was like it was scarily soon after I released the code, they found a vulnerability. Well, it's like move fast, build things, right? I mean, you're not expecting to like hit home runs and and for it to be like you know. Well, I am at Perfect. the top of Stacker News. Yeah, so. you are. So, but look at that. Yeah, I, I think I think from what I can tell, I, I know you worked really hard on this last night. I came in this morning like at what seven or six thirty, whatever it was, and Super was like, "Guess what I built?" And then he was showing me, and I was like, "Wow, this is 
Yeah, I stayed up till 3.30 a.m. And then I got up at 7 a.m. to show a car (laughs) and get it out there because I wanted it to be done in time to climb up the ranks and be the number one for the week. (laughs) Gosh, where do you get this tenacity from? Jeez. Um, We've also learned uh, Exeus told us what he like calculated Super's average uh, posting post earnings and apparently on average he earns two dollars per stacker news post which is pretty cool probably has to be like one of the highest averages on the site you guys are basically the reason i still exist and can eat so yeah i mean you made like i mean i think you have like almost 20 posts so that means yeah you've earned about 40 dollars. so that's a couple that's a couple of slushies at gym gyms mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you want me to stick around for the rest, or are we done now? Uh, it's up to you. We're going to talk about the Argent, uh, Argentinian situation, and then we're going to talk about the guy who works two jobs and uh, cars. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just got a message. <laughs> so much stuff going on. Uh, the next top story is Argentina. The House of Cards is beginning to sway. Sway? No, sway. This is from FBV000, 34 comments, 8,102 sats. What's going on in Argentina? Uh, apparently, bad bad things are going on. Uh, I don't. So they they link to this article that was written in Spanish that I had uh, Brave Browser translate for me. I'm trying to understand how all of this works, but I think I think on I think in some of these countries, the exchange rate with the U.S. dollar and their local currency is managed by the government, and then that's also influenced. Um, I think it's also influenced heavily by the IMF, which I think is is a source of these dollars oftentimes. And, uh, it, it appears that, that this article specifically is talking about, uh, a devaluation and of the Argentine peso, uh, of 50% relative to the dollar and that, um, they close down markets, um, to, pre- to prevent the, to prevent any kind of craziness from happening. And I don't, I don't really understand how currency markets work in countries like this. I've never visited Argentina, um, but I mean, it's really sad. Generally, he lists out a few, a few facts here. Um, uh, their inflation rate is 104%, which is crazy. And then uh, their, um, their interest rate set by the central bank is 81%, which is also just crazy. Uh, and that, that still means the banks, when they loan out money in real terms are losing money. If the inflation rate, uh, is, uh, like is, is continues to be this high. Um, so you get, what's kind of interesting is it, it, it's somewhat of a, it's somewhat of an extreme example of, of a situation we have going on in the United States where we have pretty high interest rate or pretty high interest rates and pretty high inflation in real terms, banks are probably losing money. Um, this is like a hundred X well, not a hundred X more like 10 X, uh, the problem, but, uh, kind of, kind of just sad in general. Have either of you been to Argentina? Uh, no, pero si alguien que viva en Argentina quiere informarnos, um, pueden venir a Stacker News Live y vamos a aprender juntos. Sí. Simone, I say, uh, sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, so I think uh, we got Purpur too. He said, uh, I lived there back when BTC USD was at 600, but most of my orange pilling fell in deaf ears. I hope many of them already realize why it was important to allocate part of their savings into it. It hurts me to see how central powers 
uh, blankety blank the country so badly. It's a beautiful place. Uh, then we had MP- N3PO. He said, same here. It was amazing to see that Argentinians were not really interested in Bitcoin, even though they have a crazy high inflation. I asked them seven years later if they bought Bitcoin. None of them did. Pretty stunning to me. Yeah. I mean, how do you, yeah, how do you go about that, Keon? I mean, it's like, do you, like when it happens, like the way it just happened, like you think that's a similar thing we're going to see more of? Like, I mean, how do you stop? Like, how do you, is it just evangelizing more and more Bitcoiners to step up? What, what do you, what do you oh, think? Oh, you mean, how do we get Bitcoin? How do we get Bitcoin in the hands of uh, Argentinians? Yeah, people, or, or people uh, who need it the most around the world. Like they're obviously like from the comments the staggers are posting, they're not listening. I think we work harder on Bitcoin stuff. I think that's really a, like the, I think super, did you have a, did you have a post on Twitter about this where you were like, uh, or something like the, the, um, Bitcoin's UX is so bad. People would still prefer to use the wow. U S dollar in these situations. God. Right. And I, I suspect even the Argentine peso, I bet if you went out into Argentina, in the middle of wherever people are and you ask 10 random people, would you rather have, whatever the equivalent of a hundred dollars is in pesos or one Bitcoin, most people would prefer the hundred dollars in pesos because, because Bitcoin is just such, has such bad branding and such bad user experience. It's so little accepted anywhere that people don't want to, They don't want to use it. Uh, and so I think it's sad. The, the reason I posted that was in response to a Bitcoin magazine post where they said, um, you know, Bitcoin fixes this. Argentina's inflation is out of control. Everyone should use Bitcoin. I was like, we've had 14 years and we still haven't gotten it right. <laughs> the best answer we have is Bitcoin fixes this still. But it doesn't. Clearly, it, it hasn't fixed it because no one wants it. So we got to work harder to make Bitcoin more. I, I'm trying to work harder in order to make Bitcoin more palatable to folks so that they'll want to use it. Yeah, I mean, we have the we had the Austin Bitcoin Design Club yesterday at the Commons here in Austin. And, and that was something that we were talking about was like, how do you make, you know, all of this much easier? And... I don't know, man. I don't. We're, we're, if you look at some of the Ethereum stuff, like they're just so far ahead than than what we can actually do on the Bitcoin side. There's just no funding for it, and, and everything is just like grassroots. And, and I know there's designers out there that are trying. I mean, Stephen was there presenting. I mean, the Voltage stuff. I mean, you saw that super, but like, I think it's just a lack of funding and then a lack of deployment of uh, capital. But uh, yeah, I think crazy. I think you're mostly talking about UI. Um, cause I think, I don't think that, I don't think the, the, the user experience on Ethereum is much better. Oh, I don't but know. I, the, the wallet that they showed last night was really, really slick. The one that Sahil showed. Yeah. But again, that's UI. Slickness is a UI no, thing. No, no. The, 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 the path, like, you know how you have like the, the Bitcoin beach wallet and it's like all these numbers and then like the, the way to send a payment, it was much easier on the Ethereum wallet because it, it looked like sending a wire basically. Does that make sense? Uh, that sounds harder. Yeah, I don't like. Uh, okay, well, uh, well, maybe well, I mean it's just the because most wires are kind of tricky. But I I think we get what you're saying. If yeah, the, the wallet made sending money easy. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that maybe that is a. But I I often find with the Ethereum projects they're usually um, they're making trade offs to provide you that UX and usually have a dependency on something relatively centralized. And most of the Bitcoin wallets will will attempt to. Uh, provide a more decentralized uh, path to the to the same experience, and that might that might be showing up. But uh, in general, I think it's a that I think Super's point is is pretty good that we need to um, make Bitcoin's UX, Bitcoin's brand, 
a lot better. Yeah, I think like Wallet of Satoshi has, I mean, it's custodial and everybody hates it, you know, that's, you know, but it's, it's done, mean. it's done a great job of like sending zaps, you know, sending lightning sats and all that stuff. Could it be better? Obviously, but um, yeah, this is, um, I want to bring up one other comment that I saw here. I'm trying to find it. Yeah. So, so victory said, how hard can it be to fix your currency? Seriously. And then uh, 0390664E7C said, extremely hard. You don't have a reserve currency and world trade is done in someone else's money. What you can do is limited. They need dollars to serve debts, which are denominated in dollars. The debt givers, the same IMF they keep running with here, forces them to sell everything of value they have and invest in resources only as conditions for the loans. That means they can't create much value added production in the country. Meanwhile, the world market prices for their resources are out of their hands. They get less inflow. They then outlaw in dollars. Those dollars appreciate. So he goes in through the whole thing, but it sounds like it's extremely hard. <laughs> it sounds like I don't mean to laugh, but it sounds like it's extremely hard. Gosh. What do you think? I, what do you think it's coming to America? Or is it already here? Uh, I mean, if, it, if it's going to come to America, it'll probably come to America last. But uh, I mean, this is, a, this is a problem they're having as a result of their, their attempt. They're still attempting to get dollars. So. Uh, when, when they're, when they're having this problem with, uh, the remembi or something, then maybe that, uh, that'll be, um, that'll be a concern for us, but, uh, or when we're trying to get the remembi and, uh, we can't, that'll, that'll be when that happens, but we still are in, we still are like, we're relative to Argentinians. We're very close to the money printers. So we're, we're, we're in pretty good shape still. I saw I saw a post yesterday that uh, demonstrated like um, school budgets budgets for for like high schools and middle schools, and it showed that their the amount that they spend on food has increased by over twenty percent since last year, which is like it's it's interesting because they they try not to dis, they try to say like inflation is only you know seven percent or whatever, but you can't really hide it from your budget if you have a school budget and they have to buy this food, um, you know maybe maybe you can remove items from your basket of goods in, in your, uh, in your inflation tracking thing, but that's not going to show up in a budget. Like a budget's actually going to show you the real inflation rate, which is much higher. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Like it, to, to some, to a lesser extent, we've got really bad inflation too. They've got 104%. We've got 25% on food. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And we maybe have, yeah, maybe, maybe that's just not on food either. I know at least rents in Austin have gone up at least that high. Um, property taxes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we do, we do have, we do have a bad situation ourselves. I recommend a tent. It's very good. <laughs> Actually that brings us to, to, so that rounds out the, the top five of the week stackers. Um, but now we're going to jump into my top post and Keon's top post. My top post was, what is the ideal Bitcoiner car? This is from Julian PH, 32 comments, 1485 sats. This guy into a whole debate. I thought it was just fascinating. They all like were talking about what is the ideal Bitcoiner car? Um, I personally think it's, it's, it's a motorcycle, but Keon, what do you think? Uh, given that you are not trying to continue living with your motorcycle and attempting to also buy a car. I never not buying a car. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I Unless you're giving it to me for free. But his name is Carr, so that's close. Well, I mean, given, given that at least a week ago you were attempting well, to- Well, no, you you asked me if I wanted to purchase your car, and I was like, yeah, maybe if I can get like a friend discount, but- But what? But, I mean, we haven't talked about it since, unless you want to talk about it right now. 
we, I mean, we have to, we, we have talked about it, but, uh, I don't, there's <laughs> car. There's, I was going to buy a key for the Sarah's listening. I was going to buy Keon's used car. Yeah. But why? I mean, it's if, used if, if the motor, if the motorcycle is, is the ideal Bitcoiner car, why do you need, Oh, you, that way you're going back to, yes. Back to where it is. It works, dude. It gets you from point A to point B. It works. It works really well. And it's like five bucks in gas. It's like living in a tent. Yeah, but you but I use a I use a pedal bicycle. Yeah. I so I don't I don't it there's a reason why you're you're at some level unsatisfied with your ownership of a motorcycle because you can't always use your motorcycle. All right, Keon, then what's the ideal pick winner car? I'm not I'm just I'm just trying to I'm trying to challenge your your statement because I don't think you actually you want feel. the challenge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there, but I think I think it's it's probably a vehicle that you can use under most circumstances that is that is pretty inexpensive um, and doesn't break doesn't break won't break down on you um, and 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 you know it, or will rarely break down on you everything breaks down that's that's probably what it is I think um, or no car as super said you get a bike you walk I think uh, Darth coin in here is like don't use a car. Um, I don't know. The cars are very, very good. <laughs> um, I yeah. I, Everybody uses a car in this lab. I'm just saying. Not everyone. Yeah. Uh, what? I'm here. Yeah, and I walk. <laughs> I walk everywhere. I don't think I've driven into Pleb Lab one time. Um, really? Yeah, except when my wife came and she oh. wanted us to drive or like dropping stuff off here. But uh, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with cars. No. I think cars are great. Yeah. Cars are awesome. I, 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 like, I like what Satoshi Nakanoto says. He says, cars are money pits and are necessary in most cities. If you're willing to move to a neighborhood that is walkable with good public transit access, if you must buy a car, it should be small, old, and ugly. Something uh. you won't give a blankety blank about if it gets dinged, dinged, scratched, or stolen. And buy with fiat. No financing, leasing, payments. Something like a cheap Hyundai or 1985 Datsun. What does a 1985 Datsun look like? Oh, it's cool. Is it? It's probably really dope. Um, For the record, I will say like my my motorcycle is pretty old. It's like a it's early 2000 motorcycle. Super cheap to buy. I had a oh. Chevy Monte Carlo once, and it was my favorite car. Oh, that's a Datsun truck. So I recommend live a little. If you want to get a nice car, go for it. You don't have to buy into this nonsense. Wait, do you have a driver's license, Uber? I used to. Oh, when I had one, I had a cool car. I had a Monte, Chevy Monte Carlo, which I really crashed. That's a Datsun right there? Yeah. yeah. It looks like the... I love this generation of cars. I used to have a 1984 uh, uh, Volkswagen Jetta. What does that look like? 1984 Volkswagen Jetta? Welcome to car <laughs> news with car. <laughs> no, just let's just see what a Vol I don't know what that looks like, Jetta. Oh, dude, that actually looks... Pretty good. So oh, this that, is this is like ooh, my car. Yeah, it's like a James Bond car. Yeah, it looks it looks a little bit like a BMW from the same era, but uh, there, it's not. There you go. How much? How much did that cost you? Uh, my, I paid five hundred dollars for it. There you go. You found it. Yeah, and it had it was original. It had fifty thousand original miles on it. Uh, pro tip for driving: if you want to drive, first you've got to get a car, and then make sure you have your key on you. <laughs> Then you could drive around. Bazinga. So, tip. That's pretty good. Zap. <laughs> That's it. We're not ending right there, Keo. No. Right my there. Bad. Oh. You can't do that. Just I, I might yeah. actually just stop the stream. I just had to discharge all the energy <laughs> from that joke. 
<laughs> All right, Keon, what's your top story of the week? My top story of the week is uh, this guy who works uh, two jobs Whoa. and earns uh, fifteen. Well, in price in U.S. dollars, fifty thousand dollars. Sounds like he might be in in Japan, uh, based on some of the some of the comments in there. But um, yeah, he works he works two jobs doing I think front end work. Uh, fun and development work. This is, this is, this is actually kind of how, more how, common how, than you think. How does he do this? Um, I think he's just good at his job and then people's expectations for their employees are pretty low. Mm. Uh, in a lot, especially if you get into a certain kind of, uh, organization where they're, they're, you know, poorly managed or something, or just don't, you know, they have more money than, than, than maybe they, they should. And, uh, yeah, you can kind of, you can kind of get by with, uh, with doing two at once. Uh, he says, he says the, the weird thing is he actually only works three to four days a week and three to four hours per day. Uh, so per, per, so per job, he's working something like 10 hours per week, um, which is, you know, pretty low. Uh, wow. but you find, I mean, I think there are a lot, I mean, in my opinion, it, the, the hardest thing for, about this for me is while he might be providing value for those companies, he's lying to them. And, uh, I think that's, I think that's just, uh, not, I think it's not cool. Um, cause they probably have the expectation that he's working full time. And it sounds like he is, he is kind of some, he is misleading, like actively misleading them into believing he's working full time. Oh, wow. And, uh, I used to know this yeah. guy at my, at my previous job, he had like a friend that basically, uh, I guess got people like from different country, I guess, India or somewhere there, like to do his work at this other remote MSP somewhere else. So he basically had two jobs. One was like the physical one he had to be in every day. And then the other one was like a remote one. And then he would have, so he was like making a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a thoughts on this super? Can you scroll down to where it explains why TypeScript sucks? I haven't read this post yet. <laughs> it's like a delay. I don't see it. He said, I'll explain why TypeScript sucks to prove that I'm Oh, uh, he talks right there about JavaScript and React. Yeah, looks like no one asked him. Okay, well, you can ask him. Uh, I think he talks about. Yeah, I I was like I I said I immediately believe this when you said uh, you hate TypeScript, and I'm not sure why. Um, just because I know TypeScript is, does have a productivity cost, and so if you were a person who was very interested in, I think, uh, getting your work done faster, you you definitely you definitely wouldn't use TypeScript. Um, it also suggests to me he he thinks about because uh, nearly every I feel I feel like it's somewhat of a mid stance to be like pro uh, pro TypeScript. I mean there are there are people who are who are experts who really like TypeScript and um, but I think the overwhelming majority of like mid range programmers really love TypeScript. It's like that meme where you have like the the normal distribution and. Uh, it's like JavaScript, JavaScript, and then TypeScript in the middle. I know that again, there are experts on, on, on the end that like Where TypeScript vanilla too. Land? Uh, vanilla? Yeah. Um, yeah I, I mean, I think that that would probably be on either end too. I mean, that's basic. What, what is taking a mid stance on everything? What, but what is, uh, I don't know. I actually don't know what the difference between vanilla and JavaScript and, and what I would call JavaScript yeah. isn't, aren't they the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I use, van, I use vanilla. I like vanilla. Um, and that might be biasing me in terms of, uh, so because labeling of all these frameworks, we have to like distinguish because there were TypeScript's JavaScript too. And so is Node.js. So yeah. We have to distinguish what we mean. Yeah. So but we, we vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. TypeScript. I mean, you can, you can 
uh, TypeScript is like an optional uh, like type inference thing for JavaScript. But yeah, I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was pretty, I thought it was just kind of interesting to hear. Um, and I don't know, also, also torn because it's like, wow, you're productive and that's great. It's amazing. Maybe have things to learn from you about how to do your work. And on the other hand, it's, um, it's just as honest because I'm sure those companies would prefer to have someone productive working, uh, in the, in the, in their, in their full capacity. And there's also, he's also not making that much money. Um, like you could work up, you know, if he were, if he were like, I'm sure one of those companies would pay him, um, that amount of money for him to spend all of his time on, on just their project. If he is actually that productive and providing that much value. So, well, yeah. That's my top story. That's an interesting top story of the week. Uh, what do we got in uh, top stackers and cowboy yaws? Yeehaw, right, Keon? Yeah, yeehaw. Giddy up, uh, rope them. Uh, <laughs> this is the super stat segment. This is the super, super stat segment Woo-hoo! with super test net and car. Um, anyway, we're, uh, we usually go over the top sp- stackers and our single clicks he sacked a lot this week uh joe i sent him another 50k for a, oh, a wow. bounty that he did what bounty did he do he did um you put in an image link and it'll detect that it's an image and then uh you don't have to like mark it up in markdown i haven't oh, merged awesome. it yet but it's a good a good uh a good one uh the pre-turn.io uh, Lady Luck, Kepford, Exeus. Uh, I'm I'm down there at the bottom, which is great. But we had a lot of we had a lot of big stackers this week. Um, That's great. Yeah, and then spenders. See, I I outspent everyone. I guess. Oh, it's probably from my um my my uh, my bounty thing. Snow, no relays. I think they were doing a lot of uh, boosts this week. Ben Carmen. Blockchain B, Blockchain JK14. I mean, spending's getting, spending's growing. We're getting That's some good, good spending. It's good, it's good spending out there, Stacker. How about Cowboys? I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I got comments on this. Yes. Stats. Yeah. When are you going to make it so I can hide my hat? I don't want people to see that I have a hat. Um. Okay. Uh. I can, I guess I can make that fairly soon. It should be pretty easy. I am deep. I am in, I'm doing Stacker News stuff right now. So I will consider adding that to my to-do list. I'm still stackers. Uh, this is Carr speaking now. I'm waiting for you guys to drop a bounty. Uh, or I'll drop the bounty. Um, we need you, I need you to tell me how to get a cowboy hat. I still don't know how to get a cowboy hat. I can tell you how to get a cowboy hat. Really? How do you get a cowboy hat? Spend 100 sats in a week. Really? Is that it? In a day, I mean. Is that all it is? We guys, <laughs> we got him, Sackers. Yeehaw! Woo, doggy! If you spend 100 sets in a day, you get a hack. Uh, a hack. You get a hat. Oh, finally figured it out. The riddle. Wow. Well, I don't know if that's true, but I'll have to check with uh, my <laughs> try it. my hat provider. I'm gonna try and it today. see if uh, start it. if it's true or not, and we might have to make some changes. Who are the top cowboys this week? Top Cowboys, Austin, still at the top of the charts. Uh, 87 days, wow. Yeah, CLR, BTC Manual, probably has one of the better streaks. Looks like uh, my friend GMD might have fallen out. He did. Oh, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> Darth Coin, who, 
who might be leaving Stackerness due to due to us considering what is it adding, my fault? Adding Chat GPT. Is it me? Is it Car? Stuff. I like Darth Coin. Where are you going? What, 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 no, seriously, what happened? What, yeah, what what happened? I put up a bounty saying if any if someone can implement uh Chat GPT summarization thing, it's on the front page. Is it? But uh that I would that I would I would pay for that bounty if someone uh, implements that feature because what, what do you want to do again? Summarize articles that are posted. Can you pull up this post so I can see? <laughs> this is a, this is important. We can't lose Darth. He writes a lot of amazing articles. Um where where is he at? Where is the post at? Oh, you got a BTC plus plus session thread? Nice. Um, okay. Upon link creation, create a short five-sentence summary and the links content you chat to and store it. Uh, you should probably be somewhere near related and perhaps be collapsible. So it would just auto-grab the link and then drop it into the uh into the first post, I guess. Is that what you're saying? What? So let's say I drop a thriller Bitcoin post or whatever. Mm -hmm. It would automatically create a summary of it and then drop it as a first post, right? As Oh no, it wouldn't necessarily be in a comment. It'd maybe be in its own section. The summary should probably be somewhere near related. So that would, that would be probably a location for it, but it would just be a way for you to at a quick glance, see what you might learn from an article. I typically do write summaries whenever I do a post in the first comment and no one ever tips me. Yeah. Um, I think it it might it might depend on on the content itself um, whether you know if someone if someone's on the fence as far as whether they want to actually read it. Well, what's the difference between that? This is just me wondering. Like, what's the difference between that and like just a hover and seeing the the web page? Or is that just as annoying? I don't uh, know. They're not. They're not. They're different things. Because uh, like, what what's the difference between? Uh, a social media preview link and a summary of what's actually in the article content. And then Darth Quinn, what's, what, so what's Darth Quinn's complaint about it then? He, he's, uh, he's like anti-AI. Oh, he's anti-AI. Yeah. Or what do you say? I propose something else. What, who is doing himself a TLDR at the links is posting will get more rewards. Who is posting only a link will get less rewards. Incentive for proof of work, not for having chat GBT. Idiocy. Yes, super. I forget. <laughs> I had a thing. Yeah. Can you scroll back up? I think it might. Okay, trigger. Oh, yeah, it did. It did. Um, the I think that there is a, a tendency among users to prefer um, tipping the article rather than tipping the, the, a summary comment mm -hmm. in it. Uh, at least I find myself thinking, like, if I liked the article, I would rather bump that number up so you get higher in the rankings rather than bump up the comment one of the comments in it. So that might be, if people might like your, um, your summaries that you make, but they might not like, like it enough to tip it. They might not tip that comment because instead they're like, Oh, that was a really good summary. I'm going to tip this. Oh, article. so you're saying because I put the summary in the first comment, they're tipping the art, which I do get tipped on the article all the time. Yeah. They're tipping it because I leave the summary. I would do that because that, there's uh, an extra you benefit. The OP you get, the you get an extra benefit from tipping the article, which is that you rise in the ranks. So I would rather tip someone's article than tip one of their then, comments. Then, and if in that case, then then I guess is it possible to do like an auto GBT like sub like summary as the first comment, and then any sats that that thing gets, it gets redistributed to stackers, or is that like is that crazy? I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's crazy. It's just like what is that the optimal UX, or gotcha. is it just yeah. or is it just something you're kind of. You just proposed off the top of your head. Just proposed off the top of my head. Yeah. So, so, like, so that's kind of. Personally, I think it would be better to have ChatGPT as a as a comment bot that posts comment summaries 
That's what I just so, said. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm agreeing. I, I agree with you. I think yours is better than having it an, an official feature. Yeah, I don't. I, I think. I think. I think I would. I need, first, obviously, I think for me, I just need to see what it looks like first, and can I turn it off and on? That would be my thing. Yeah. Uh, yep. And uh, yeah, I think I think someone proposed in the comments that they were interested, or they're already developing a ChatGPT bot for Stacker News, and maybe that'll. If they, I, I told them that would be sufficient for the bounty as well, if that works well and, you know, uh, but. Give them the toggle. Give them the toggle. Off or on. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'll, no. I'll, 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 I'll think about it and consider like users using it and uh, I'll, yeah. Uh, yeah that's, Can't that's lose usually. Darth. Darth writes some amazing stuff. Um, I would be really sad if he left because then I can't read all. I don't want Darth to leave either, but he gets so, he gets so, um, how do I say, uh, he becomes, he, he, he he could become inconsolable on, uh, and uncompromising on some of this stuff. And it's hard. It's, it can be difficult to try to please him and, and, uh, other people. You do you Darth never change. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, what do you guys, uh, is that everything? I guess that, oh, I got to bring up the, the boost. We got a lot of the uh, boost this week. Um, what are you guys doing this? What are you guys doing this? What are you guys doing this week? I like, I like how, uh, RHR does it at the, at the beginning. Uh, yeah. Okay. We can do it for the beginning. The beginning. I mean, I don't know if it makes sense for our pod, but I like how they do it at the beginning. Cause then it's like, it's done and over I don't, and I, I could skip through stupid. it. You think in general it's stupid? Well, yeah, I want like I want to incentivize the stackers to keep calm, and they have questions, right? Like, yeah, I'm, this is bad incentives. It ruins your podcast. In order no, to- Blockchain Boo has a question. Ellen Bits is cool, but it's extremely limited when running a Tor node. But if you can run a clear net node, it's awesome. He zapped us, and then the Wild Hustle said Stacker News is underrated. When Stacker News Noster bot. There you go. Question. All right. Well, okay. uh, I think Car asked what we're doing this weekend. <laughs> I think. Uh, I'm going to uh, be doing be doing work, and there's Bitcoin plus plus. There's a party here tonight at Pub Lab, so I'll probably eat a burger um, and Super. then not get drunk again. But Super, what are you doing this weekend? Fixing whatever's wrong with the software release today, <laughs> and then doing yeah. a space chains talk, and uh, then hopefully making something cool for next week. Yeah, what says the space chains talk about tomorrow? Just space chains. About space chains. <laughs> nice. There you it's go. A, it's about side, Bitcoin side chains and how to. How to make better ones than the ones we currently have. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing what you do, Super Testing. It was it was awesome to have you on the show. Do you want to help Keon do the zap out? We could, yeah, we could harm. Cheek to cheek. Zap. Zap.